Google Tag Manager is kind of a no-code solution where you will be able to say, I want to send this data over to Facebook, this data over to Google Ads, this data over to um, Google Analytics. And uh, that makes it really powerful because it keeps it all clean and keeps it in an interface that um, also other people will be able to utilize once, they, once there's a switchover, for example, from a company. You're listening to Affiliate BI, the business intelligence and affiliate marketing podcast with John Wright, brought to you by Statsdrome. Hi, my name is John, and this is the Affiliate BI podcast, and we have a special guest today, Julian Juniman from Measure School, and I'm going to pass it over to you, Julian, to tell us what you do with Measure School. All right. Uh, thanks for having me, John. Um, yeah, Measure School is the prime destination online to learn all about the fun tools of analytics, such as Google Analytics, Google Tag Manager, and Data Studio, kind of the Google stack, uh, if you want it to be so. But at the same time, we help marketers out with data a ton. How to think about it, that uh, Google Analytics oftentimes their first entry point. So um, we help them out to get started with these tools and then hopefully grow from there to optimize um, their decision-making, their business, and uh, their websites. And I think your school has been around for close to 10 years. And when it came out, I probably should have paid attention to it. And I'm going to lead into kind of like maybe a, a topic or a discussion or a question, which is, I mean, I shouldn't be intimidated by data, but I think people get lazy. And I think there's a lot of reasons why people don't jump into the space of what your school does, which is helping people go left to right so they can get comfortable with data. And I think maybe we're at a time where people realize if they don't do this now, they're, they're going to be left behind. It's kind of like learning the basics of the internet. So I just wanted to get your take on what you experience. I mean, your job is to get people to come to your school, but you have to make it welcoming where you really do help them, uh, you know, gain those skills and just how important they are. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a realization of many marketers out there that, um, as you said, it's kind of the basics of the, the internet almost. Um, once you get into digital marketing, you realize very quickly that it's not just about making flashy banners or coming up with cool ideas, but we have the ability on the internet to measure certain um, areas of users interacting with our product, uh, with the marketing that we do. And that can be so powerful because it can lead to you making better decisions, optimizing your ads, for example, or your whole campaign strategy. And why people don't, um, dive in earlier is always a, yeah, a questionable point for me. You kind of need to realize that how powerful it can be. Um, I think some of the marketing forms are more predestined to be disrupted or be used with data. For example, performance marketing, such as Google ads, um, really easily. You can see if you don't know the data behind it, you can, um, basically burn a lot of money and therefore it's, it's a little bit easier to know that you need to get a grips with data. And at the same time, um, other marketing forms can use data as well, other digital marketing forms. And for, for those people, I always say, um, well, it is, a, it is kind of a maturity thing. At the beginning, you might be trying to get your SEO set up and just get traffic to your website. But once you hit that point where you're doing pretty well, traffic is coming to the website, but does it actually convert? All of these questions then come up and data can be really, really helpful there. So we kind of try to help people out to find that realization point where they'll be able to say, hey, this data helps me to make decisions. And this is actually 
what I would need in order to um, optimize my business or make my websites better. And for every marketer, that's, that's a little bit um, different. But yeah, um, that's why I'm, I'm a really big fan of giving people the realization of what they need to measure and how um, they can use that data later on to make decisions. Okay. And like in my own experience, I pro probably have ignored Google Tag Manager for far too long. I'm just getting involved in it and I'm realizing what kind of power exists from it, both on so many avenues, like whether it's being an affiliate marketer and relying on SEO, um, it's quite obvious in the, the PPC space, it's pretty important. Uh, affiliate programs is becoming a bit more dynamic and, you know, we're a SaaS company now and Google Tag Manager seems to be everywhere we go. Um, what are people missing? Like, why should they pay attention to Google Tag Manager? Like, what, what is missing? Like, how can they, they use this to amplify, you know, what they're doing for it? Maybe let's put PPC off the side, but just focus more on that SEO affiliate marketer just getting off the ground. Um, yeah, tell us. Yeah, sure. Um, I think that, uh, first of all, if we define Google Tag Manager as a tag management system, but it kind of uh, slots quite in well into a measurement strategy, whereas um, Google Tag Manager is the first part where you install the tracking actually, that's where you get the data from and it gets sent from your website to um, your marketing vendor. It could be Google Analytics. From Google Analytics, you actually can gather the data and then get the insights from. And then in Data Studio, you would visualize it and maybe convince somebody with it. So just taking that into consideration, when we talk about this first part of um, measuring the data, traditionally, a lot of people have just uh, learned about Google Analytics 4 or their Facebook Pixel or whatever, um, or their affiliate program that they want to install. And they get a little code from their marketing vendors and they need to install that on their website. And therefore, um, they oftentimes need to ask a developer or need to uh, set this up themselves through a plugin. That's how it was traditionally done. With Google Tag Manager, you can now take one central snippet of code that we place on the website. And this gives us a complete, um, interface, a graphical interface where, which through we can install our codes on our website. And this brings a lot of power with it because now you, it's all about really customizing your installation, getting the data that is specific to you. So whereas a tracking code itself will probably just track your whole website and the page use with a tag management system like Google Tag Manager, you'll be able to track certain interactions that are only available maybe on your page, such as button clicks, um, ad clicks, for example, or uh, if somebody scrolls down your page and so on. And these are all these little customizations that I think make analytics really powerful because only if you have the data that is specific to your business, to your um, purpose of your website, the more specific will be the insights and the data that you get in the GA4 or in, inside of your other systems that you want to send that data to. So Google Tag Manager can really help you hone in and customize installations. So where I think um, people are maybe missing out on is, well, it is fine to just install Google Analytics for or install um, your analytics tools on your website just by pasting code or using a plugin. Once you are beyond a certain point where maybe you just want to gather traffic or you just want to know how many people are on your website, once you start asking real questions such as, how does a certain feature or how do people navigate my website to, uh, and how does that influence my conversion? How many people click on my ads, for example? 
that might be already um, a question that you then cannot answer with a default setup and you need to start customizing. And there is where Google Tag Manager really comes in and professional companies have been using it, uh, one, to customize the tracking, but second, really also to keep their code bases a little bit um, separated from everything they do in marketing and uh, what they do on the website in terms of feature sets and so on. Um, now they have the ability to implement this themselves via a tool like Google Tag Manager. Yeah, I think what you're saying is uh, interesting that there's actually a lot of companies that are basing everything they do on Tag Manager because it's so powerful, it's so central, and it really simplifies everything where you don't have to build that tracking system and it's just ready to go. Yeah, and from, from my side, I must say that um, I wouldn't touch a analytics installation if there would be no Tag Manager installed because then I, it's up to me to go into the code and figure certain things out. Google Tag Manager is kind of a no-code solution where you will be able to say, I want to send this data over to Facebook, this data over to Google Ads, this data over to um, Google Analytics. And uh, that makes it really powerful because it keeps it all clean and keeps it in an interface that um, also other people will be able to utilize once, they, once there's a switch over, for example, from a company. I got a question that's more to do with your actual school. So let's pretend okay. someone is an affiliate marketer they're vaguely familiar with the Google Analytics 4 and they're kind of looking at the stuff going, I know I need to learn this. How much time is involved? Like, what, do, what would you say someone needs to invest to, to say they get comfortable learning the basics and then getting comfortable where they can say, okay, you can learn these insights by, by being skilled uh, with these tools? Yeah, I couldn't really put a time frame on it. Obviously, we help people out from going from beginner to somebody who implements uh, tracking and, and gets insights for clients um, as well. So this would be like a freelancer path. This will, can take um, several months. I would say that it goes really hand in hand with what you're doing. The best learning experience is when you are applying your knowledge right away to the field that you're actually working in. So if you are an affiliate marketer and you're trying to prop up your uh, website on SEO, there is a lot of insights to be gained from a Google Analytics 4 about how users are behaving on your website itself, where the traffic is actually coming from, and um, certain other things like your conversions, uh, how, how you can track, for example, your affiliate clicks as well. So once you learn how to set this up and get very um, customized data for your system, right, then you start asking questions. And that's what I want to uh, get the, 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 the student oftentimes to, to ask the first really good question that, um, says, okay, I have these tracking techniques available. I have this data available. Now I have this question, but I don't have the tracking in place yet. And the data is also not yet in place yet. So how can I build in the right tracking for me to find out what this question actually means? How can I then look at the data and analyze the data and get hopefully to the insights and the um, answers that, that I would like to have in order to optimize my funnel, my website, uh, my business. And these are things that are very, very individual per business, right? So it's not something that um, you could put a time frame on and say, um, now you have learned analytics because it's so different per, per, um, per business that you have in front of it. Like for me, I um, learned probably the ropes mostly on e-commerce websites, but then went on uh, lead generation. It's a completely different business model in itself and things, different things to model and to track. And then there are... Um, affiliate websites, there are gaming websites, there are many different uh, business models out there and purposes of websites. 
So they need a individual individualized uh, tracking approach. And that's what um, it, it really comes down to. Um, obviously, you're in the, the time space where Google Ana Analytics 4, GA4 is being pushed on everyone to migrate over. Uh, what do you think a lot of affiliates are not doing well when it comes to looking at their analytics data? Like everyone can put this on their site, but I think there's a lot of people that, that they don't simply pay attention to this, whether it's looking at the data daily or they're not able to know what they can actually dig for. So in my experience, when I used to do SEO consulting, it's um, not to say that, you know, I was always on top of this whole space, but there's just a lot of people, they don't look at this, they don't know what to do. And it's, uh, I think they, they really need a basic, you know, hmm. Google Analytics 101. Yeah, I think that um, uh, if you are thinking, and, and now here's the case, um, you're an affiliate and you get your most of your traffic through SEO, right? I think at the beginning, it's probably your number one priority to really get uh, a lot of traffic onto your website and see if the business actually works. So you get your clicks and you sell a few items and so on. Now, then you probably are hooked and want to get more positions on Google and expand from there. And that's obviously something that you can optimize and optimize and you don't necessarily need analytics for it. But at some point, it gets to that um, realm where you do micro optimizations and really want to keep the user on your website so he doesn't go back to Google um, and clicks on your competitor's result, for example. So there you are then asking questions about the entry point on your website. How do people come to my website? Which websites, uh, which uh, sites do they actually use? So what is the landing page here? How long do they stay on the landing page? Maybe how many people are bouncing from the landing page and going straight back to Google? Or how are people then navigating through? And where do they actually click on the ad on uh, that uh, call to action that goes over to your partner website? And these are things that Google Analytics won't be able to tell you right away when you are um, just installing the default thing. You need to have a customized approach. And therefore, I think um, once you get into that realm that it's a little bit more advanced, you are then um, needing to optimize and customize your installation. And well, um, one, one part of that is getting the right data in, Google Tag Manager, and the other part is then looking at that data on a regular basis. And that's also, I guess, a one-on-one a -on -one thing. Um, if you are not paying attention yet to your Google Analytics, apart from maybe traffic data that is coming to your website and how many people came from Google, um, it's worth to start asking more and more questions and trying to dig into the data because that's, that's then a habit that you need to get into to really um, dig for data and dig for the insights. Now we're talking about, you know, getting more As an affiliate marketer, you'll want to celebrate your first sale, learn about a drop in clicks and revenue, discover new brands, be notified when programs close see an increase in earnings per click, identify underperforming campaigns. Your affiliate programs won't tell you when these things happen, but we will. Whether good things are happening to your business or bad, we are here for you and we've got your back. Statsdrone is the number one affiliate CRM tool that helps you get your data, manage your biz with CRM tools, and analyze data with business intelligence. Visit statsdrone.com or find the link in the show notes with GA4 and Google Tag Manager. And obviously around the corner, you've already mentioned uh, Google Data Studio, which is uh, people call it Looker and yeah. uh, Data Studio. And 
I've seen some uh, SEOs where they start building their own custom dashboards. And I think some of these dashboards are really good for site owners that maybe they're intimidated by all the stuff, like, you know, getting their hands dirty and working with the J4. Um, what are you seeing uh, as interesting dashboards? Like, uh, I guess with your courses, you teach people how to build these dashboards and what kind of insights do you think people can gain from it beyond just, you know, having that experience of looking inside? You know. Yeah, I think um, the dashboards are really, really great when it comes to data sharing and liberating that data. So if you are maybe on your own uh, working on your site, maybe Google Data Studio is, I, I call it the Google Data Studio, it is Looker Studio now. Um, so with Looker Studio, you will be able to uh, have something a little bit more pretty and maybe also simplified, right? So Google Analytics itself, GA4, is quite overwhelming when, once you... Um, go in because there are so many buttons, so many reports that you can set up. And if you are just looking at traffic data or just looking at your SEO uh, data, how much uh, traffic you got from that, maybe you need to go through three or four menu points in order to find that data. And every time you kind of need instructions to, to find that data. Uh, that said, you can build a, a Looker Studio dashboard. And this Looker Studio dashboard will then um, be a canvas that you can design however you want. And I'm a big fan of customizing this. There are tons of templates out there. Yes. And some of them are really great. And some of them really have a purpose right away. And you can get really quick insights from it. But um, often they are not really customized to your needs again. Right. If you ask uh, certain questions and you are interested in certain things, why do you need five other visualizations on the dashboard? You would then need to take the template and customize it again. So that's why I'm kind of um, a big, a fan of thinking about what data do I actually need to have on there and what are the questions that I basically want to answer and then put these on your Looker Studio dashboard and then you can also um, liberate that data and share it out to others and that's a great way to convince other people of data as well so if you have a bigger organization and you work with other people and you want to tell them um, about a change that you want to make in the business, but you also want to underlie it with data. Uh, Looker Studio is a really great tool because the person who has view rights to the Looker Studio dashboard doesn't necessarily have to have access to Google Analytics itself. So you can use Google Analytics as a data source, but you don't have to give all the access to all of the data to that person. And that might be um, useful if you have an email marketing team and you just want to give them email marketing data or an SEO team um, and they should see the SEO data, obviously. Yeah. You... So, so it's a really great tool to filter and give uh, people access on many different fronts. Yeah, you, you literally answered my next question, which is, uh, can you build templates to standardize this? And in my experience in trying to put together a bunch of dashboards, I realize you're exactly right. Uh, Every one situation is different and you can't just look at the data the same because what means something on my site is not really clonable for everyone else. I, I mean, the templates are great for sharing and learning, but um, I think I've realized that uh, there's no one template fits all. It's just kind of build your templates and you know, maybe having the experience of knowing what you can share. And you're right about having to share that with like a board or management or different parts of your team to see what they can get. And one other thing, I guess, uh, Looker Studio is a Google tool, yes, but it doesn't only connect to Google Analytics 4. Um, it also connects uh, with third-party connectors, with the help of third-party connectors, to your affiliate program. You could pull data uh, down um, for, uh, about your sales. You can 
uh, import data from Google Sheets, from uh, databases, and so on. So it's a really great tool to unify data as well. So you'll be able to not only use your GA4 data, how much traffic do I get, but also how many sales do I get and how does this um, stack up in relation. So it's a really great tool to uh, get all the data together in one place and hopefully only have one tool to log into. Yeah, you're actually, uh, th these are some questions that we're having from just a discussion that are not written down, but you're already thinking ahead of what the next question would be, which is blended data. It's, uh, I believe there's uh, a lot more power that can be had when you start taking multiple sources and blending that. And I'm wondering if in your courses, you kind of help with um, different uh, case studies with it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to, to take um, different data sets and show distance, right? Obviously, the capabilities are there. But at the same time, we need to have uh, some dummy data. And oftentimes, if there's an Ahrefs account or there is a, uh, there's a um, Google Ads account and so on, I would need to um, show them this data. And then I, I kind of try to stay away a little bit from uh, trying to um, show very specific cases to uh, trying to be more general and that you are able to do these things. This, it's, these are the tools that you can use. Um, it's up to your creativity to now take this and, and, and blend this all together. So no uh, real cases on our side in order to, to blend data together. And it also really depends on your business again, um, because smaller companies, yes, you might use the data blending features within Google Data Studio. Uh, bigger companies, especially with bigger data, probably will have something like a data warehouse where they bring all the raw data into a, um, a structure called a data warehouse. And from there, they maybe visualize it and use Google uh, Looker Studio as a visualization layer rather than the manipulation of data and the, 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 um, the hosting of data. Uh, you would probably do this in a data warehouse if you are a corporate, I would, I would say, a little bit bigger company. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. I got a, maybe a challenging question. They, like, I'm in affiliate marketing, especially what we do in the SaaS world. And I think I've read that the affiliate marketing space is worth around 20 billion per year and growing at a rate of 10 to 12 to 15% uh, per year, which is pretty impressive growth. In the spaces that I've worked in, e-commerce is advanced and parts of affiliate marketing aren't. And you get to see the space where not only do you help people with, with the data, but you're obviously seeing a trend in people showing more interest in your courses. So if, if the data says that maybe the, the affiliate marketing is gonna grow by 10% per year, do you think this actually could be a lot higher based on what you see and what you know where maybe data and business intelligence tools and maybe even AI is possibly going to accelerate this? Yeah, that to fall to the question, I think um, technology-wise, we are kind of at a point where uh, we, we, yeah, a, a fork road here. Um, on the one hand, we have AI, and AI um, can tell us, uh, uh, hopefully, uh, pushing data in, getting better data out, and getting insights, getting a lot of um, these, these things that people are yearning for, like conversion data, for example, um, is something that is sometimes harder and harder to come by. And I, I would say from a technology standpoint, if you look at affiliate marketing, it's very much still based on a um, model of uh, dropping cookies and then being able to pick them up once the user goes over to the affiliate side and being able to then um, um, send that data back to the, to the affiliate themselves and um, knowing that they have made a sale. 
And um, you might have heard, and yeah, uh, uh, two years ago, Google has announced that they will um, kind of phase out cookies from their browser, uh, Google Chrome, and they're going to come up with something new. Now, I haven't seen any compelling case yet that this new technology will kind of work like Google Analytics uh, or uh, work like cookies. Um, it's more based on certain cohorts and so on. So right now, I'm not convinced that there's a really good targeting methods for everybody who's doing PPC, but also for the affiliates, it's not going to be so easy to uh, just replace cookies and everybody just um, put in this new code. Because frankly, we need to have a new kind of technology mechanism in order to... Um, to transfer these cookies and these, these, this information over to the affiliate and be able to visualize it then in our BI tools, right? So generally, I have seen the trend um, generally inside of, of web analytics that uh, with cookie banners here in Europe, uh, with, with uh, uh, tracking preventions being built into browsers, that it's getting harder and harder to obtain that data of or more accurate data of getting uh, to, to the conversion data and knowing how much you have ever actually sold. And as we know, if we don't get that accurate data, the spend might go down because you are looking at your data and you're saying, hey, this doesn't work anymore. Let's not spend so much money on it, right? Um, obviously, this will happen for all of the marketing forms. So maybe your spend will stay um, as high up and you will still... Um, uh, spend that money uh, just the, the trend is still your friend in in a case in that case um but generally yeah it's it's a challenging and tough uh, thing that i'm seeing right now on the technology side but here comes ai right you push data in and maybe even though there was no hard tracking data um this will still be able to assign the information to that user to that uh, affiliate and will still give us the, the right data here so um We'll see how, how fast AI develops and how good the, um, the algorithms behind it will be. The interesting part will then be not only um, do I have the right tracking technology installed, uh, can I grow with this one and, and will the industry develop, um, but, but rather like who do we now trust in terms of tools out there? Um, is this tool right with their AI algorithm or is this tool right with their AI uh, thing that they have going on? This will be interesting to watch. So it can go either way. Um, uh, right now, I think the, the the data field is a little bit challenging, um, just in terms of getting data in. Um, at the same time, it's just accelerating because uh, we see these these uh, large language models and um, the um, explosion of AI will definitely change the whole field. So it, to summarize that, this is the right space at the right time. And Julian is your friend. You definitely want to follow him. That would be great. Uh, next question. I did a bit of research. Like I'm really into what you've got for Measure School. And I found Measure Summit. And I found that there was one last year. And my question is, uh, what kind of insights did you have? I mean, you had a lot of amazing guests on that. And uh, it looked like you have another Measure Summit coming up as well. Yeah, absolutely. Now, we need to kind of uh, take a step back. These always happen on October. And uh, we're co coming up on, on the fourth iteration of, of this um, online conference. So it's completely free. You can sign up and, and see all the speakers live. So I invite you to that. Um, now, last year, this happened in October. Uh, if you remember back in November, I think November was the early days of ChatGPT. So we didn't really talk about AI yet and that it would be the re revolutionary thing. Obviously, we as data people are the most predestined to be kind of um, taken advantage of. They already have that data set in front of them. They just need to push it into their model 
And we have seen a lot of um, developments in terms of machine learning and so on inside of Google Ads, um, but not yet so much inside of GA4. So last year, the big, big thing was still the whole um, uh, big trend around uh, GA4 because GA4 was recently switched, uh, 1st of July. Uh, Universal Analytics was turned off and we are now uh, needing to install or uh, have running GA4 to get our insights. That's the only free tool, analytics free tool that you can get from Google these days. And um, so a big trend was around this tool. Obviously, there was a lot of um, hype around it. At the same time, a lot of confusion and a lot of um, people still thinking, oh, it will get better within the next half year. Um, I would say there have been some improvements. It was still a stressful time uh, just the past few months in terms of uh, uh, telling people that it, it won't be that bad. And um, yeah, uh, apart from that, I think um, two main topics, GA4 and the other one was privacy. So every marketer kind of needs to get used to the thought that privacy is a thing now and um, not everybody wants to be marketed to and we need to respect people's consent. And that's uh, what we also, from a data perspective, uh, as data people need to get used to that we are seeing a trend of declining um, data from the tracking tools that we have now available. So that's kind of the, the things I predict for this year's uh, Measure Summit. Um, AI, obviously, still uh, a bit of GA4. And um, privacy is, is obviously, yes, it is, it is still a big topic. But people are still now trying to go back to the basics and figure out how can I use um, data for affiliate marketing? How can I use it for SEO? How can I use it for PPC? There are super many different use cases around data. And um, that's why I think uh, it's a great place to, to come and see the speakers and um, see what, what new trends are out there. Awesome. I've already signed up, so I'm looking forward to this one for sure. Awesome. Uh, and the last question is, what do you see the future of affiliate marketing as it intersects with business intelligence? Yeah, um, the future of, of, of affiliate marketing um, will be interesting from a marketing standpoint of um, maybe there will be different forms of affiliate marketing. I mean, we already see influencer marketing kind of as affiliate marketing as well. Um, so there are different forms that will come up with different social media platforms that will rise. Um, we will see how that also uh, plays out in terms of AI. Um, if, if Google is being replaced uh, by, by a chat uh, interface as well. Um, and uh, so that, that might impact this whole thing. In terms of business intelligence in itself, I think that, um, as I said at the beginning or uh, in the middle here, I think that uh, there is a technology um, roadblock ahead uh, with this whole cookie fiasco that's going on. I hope that Google will solve it and appease everybody here. But uh, yeah, uh, right now I, I don't see um, that big of a of a shift um, uh, right now, um, and and therefore we all will need to uh, get used to maybe changing data, not having the data, um, not not being able to get very clear signs on like how many people actually converted, and I hope that affiliate programs uh, can still um, satisfy their their uh, affiliates and their customers, obviously and make this a, a very profitable channel for everyone. Um, but yeah, and in, in terms of business intelligence, it's going to be a challenge to really attribute all of these sales to the right affiliates and, and where they came from and having the right technology in place in order for the space to, to still go to the next height. Thank you so much for doing this. I'm going to last uh, pass it off back to you to say, 
how can people get a hold of you? And obviously that goes without saying uh, to talk about measure school. Yeah. Um, sure. Uh, so we, we are pretty big on YouTube. You can check us out at, at measure school there. We have a website, measureschool.com, where we offer our membership courses around um, tracking and data. And we also offer services there. So if you want to get this set up and um, not uh, wanting to go through the learning experience, we are there for you there as well. And if you just want to stay up to date with all the latest trends, uh, check out measuresummit.com, where we have um, our conference coming up on, uh, I think it's the 10th of October. Right. Awesome. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, John. Thank you, listeners. I'd like to ask for a favor, which is if you can leave a five-star rating and a review wherever you listen to this podcast. This helps us get discovered by others, and we want to make this the best affiliate marketing podcast just for you.